We are not in the warehouse, but we are talking to people that certainly have been there before. We are both afraid of this week's guest. Let's talk floorball. <laughs> Welcome to the Blitzball Boys, the podcast about ball sports in the warehouse, but lately about floorball. I'm your co-host, Brendan Ruppel, along with my fellow host, Peter Del Rey. Hey, Brendan. Uh, big up this week because we have seemingly a person who has no haters. We have <laughs> Sam Tasky today. Hey. Honored to be here, truly. Everyone in the office is always like, oh, it's my week to go on Blitzball Boys, and now I finally... <laughs> Get my time. So I was telling everyone as I was leaving the office today, I said, oh, big night for me going on the Blitzball Boys. <laughs> wow. So wow. very, very night. excited. I agree. It, so is, it is a big night for you. You're very lucky to be here. Yes. <laughs> can't, can't disagree. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I've asked Luke if he wants to be on here and he has read it but not respond. Wow. This is, <laughs> you're, you're a blast. That's so, that's so classic Luke. You <laughs> send him maybe three texts and then mm. you'll get a response. He's... <laughs> He's got things to do, people to see, and he's he's a hard one to track down, so don't oh. take that personally. <laughs> I mean, I'm just surprised we got you. It seems like you're constantly busy with all the warehouse stuff that you do. Well, it's it's a good busy, but I also love any chance to talk about it, especially mm-hmm. with guys like you who are so into it. So I had to had to make time for mm-hmm. it. Thanks. I mean speaking well, of busy too, when we met you, you were all of a sudden just directing the Blitzball Blitz episode. Yes. Well, that was crazy. Um, that wasn't normally uh, Maddie directed Blitz Wall Blitz and then he was sick. So last minute um, I was next in line. To take that on. So um, and, you know, that is live. So I was like, all right, I have no yeah. no room for mistake or mm-hmm. error or anything. So I was especially nervous that day. So I sent Luke out to grab you guys at least. Um, he's a good he's a yeah, good tour guy it's really really cool and fun and nerve-wracking um but it all it all worked out well I'm that's a great show I, for you guys. so you're like always you're, you're fully equipped to just like be thrown into the fire like that and i think like a thing that you normally wouldn't do well luckily for blitzball blitz in one of our uh we had i think we had two practice days leading up to actually being we were live but you know just mm-hmm. to a private link so in, in one of those practice days maddie also was out of town so i had somewhat practice and a practice mm. day okay filling in for him right which in hindsight i'm very glad that that happened because if i didn't um and i was really thrown in cold turkey that would have been tough because even during games i you know was doing the games that maddie was there directing i was doing my own thing so i couldn't really you know shadow him or know what he was doing or listen totally, to what he totally. was doing to try to be like okay let me remember and just try to repeat what he did mm-hmm. so i was very lucky that that happened um and you know before we went live that day i called him and got a rundown and mm-hmm. All that stuff. And I think that was the very last one before Billy's. So the mm-hmm. broadcasters really knew the drill and everyone else sure. did. So Yeah, I think that was week four. Um, I lucky think. about yeah. that. Yeah. Nice. Well, I feel like also in, in an environment like this, you kind of have to have a fuck it, it'll get done somehow <laughs> attitude. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. You prepare as much as you can, you know, to 70, 80 percent. And then the rest you can't. And you hope sure. for the best and rely on everyone else being okay. on their A game. I, mean, I don't want to get too it. far ahead of us. We have, we have to get to our, our topic of the week, Peter, that we're on a roll right now. Um, but did that you does, see what Harry just did? He just like shoved his ass in your, in your face. <laughs> he, just, he got up here, <laughs> pressed a couple keys, and then went <laughs> <laughs> Hit the stop recording button and then walked away. Um, God, I was so scared he was going to hang up the call. <laughs> but, but I do want to quickly ask, on that note, is there anything that you've done, like a weird, odd job like, in Jumbo Media? Like, have you just come across a strange thing that you had to do that you love doing that's not a normal thing? Oh, 
I mean, for sure. I think, um, I don't even know like where to begin. I think the first year we did floorball and everyone was laying down the floorball courts. Um, oh, also the first, the first year of floorball, we rent the sideboards mm-hmm. and, um, from a guy, he's, uh, just over in Long Island. Um, and so Brendan, it's you. Year, it's me. I'm the guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, I had to, we had to get away to pick those sideboards up. And so uh, we rented a U-Haul. I picked up the U-Haul truck, drove the U-Haul truck, <laughs> first time ever doing that, I to hate Long driving Island. Those. It's horrifying. Oh my God. Picked up the boards and then drove them back. So, like that was a, <laughs> a job I never saw myself doing. And then laying down the uh, floorball tiles um, was actually really fun. And like, I, like a, it's like I, a big I puzzle? I forward to doing that. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a big puzzle. Um, and it's just, it's satisfying when you, you know, see the full transformation mm. and the full courts down. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think everyone in the company has at least four stories of, you know, a crazy job that <laughs> they never think would come up in yeah. a gig and it does. But, you know, it, it ends up all being fun. But definitely those two things came first to my head. You don't fully work at Jumbo Media until you've driven a U-Haul to Long Island. That's kind of the right yeah, of passage. Yeah, the U-Haul or the Sprinter says. van or... <laughs> Or yeah. something in a in a tricky situation, but that was an unofficial question. <clears throat> yes, because unofficial. we have off the record. The first official question is always the same for every episode. Brendan, do you want to for every interview? I should say, Brendan, do you want to ask it? Yep. Let's not go, let's let's keep the street going. What did you have for dinner tonight, Sam? Oh, great question! I just finished eating. Yes, um, I had too. pasta, um, pesto pasta, Ooh. and a piece of. Nice. Oh, very, very nice. Not Thanksgiving chicken? leftovers. Oh, not Thanksgiving leftovers. <laughs> all from Trader Joe's. Uh, Trader Joe's dinner. Cool. So the reason we're celebrating is because I don't know if you know this. We had a streak of about eight interviews in a row where <laughs> they did not eat. Our interviewees had not eaten dinner yet, and now we That's have had so funny. you and then Drew two or Drew and then you two in a row. So what is one of the funniest know yeah, who's next? Before I get on here, you have to. You have oh. to. Uh, Lou was eating like frozen taquitos in the middle of the interview. That was one of the funniest ones. In the middle of the interview, that's very, very. Unfair. I was like, "What did you eat this week, or what did you eat tonight?" And he's like, "I'm eating right now, Pop." He just has his taquitos. Talk about a busy guy. That makes sense. He's got to fit in everything while he can. Yeah, yeah, that was very funny. That's funny. Okay, so we got that out of the way. We got that out of the way, and now we have a question from my wife. I asked her if she won. My wife, very big Sam Tasky fan. Aww. She loves every time. There's like you guys do. Oh, hey Harry! Every time uh, you guys do one of the like code names or mm-hmm. anything where it's like girls and co, and you're on yeah. it, she's like, "We need to watch this," mm-hmm. and I'm rooting for mm-hmm. Sam. Uh, well, great cup. So I, I saw your the... Aristor cup. Best you Starship say? cup. What beautiful? Ah, yeah, sorry, sorry. I just got excited. So um, I'm sorry, Peter. It's okay. Taylor Swift pod. Go ahead, Brendan. It's more, it's more entertaining than this. Um, it's a, no, this really is not a good question. I cracked me up when Kristen asked it. She wanted me to ask you, how does it feel knowing that your name is the beginning of Christmas spelled backwards? <laughs> that is a That's great amazing. question. I've never, I've never connected those dots. I thought... um Funny when I um, like today when I was writing an email and I signed my name. You know how like on Google it'll like auto populate. So I start typing like S A M and then it'll say like oh same to you or like fill in some oh, weird yeah. sentence that begins with 
same or Sam. Um, but that's really cool. I had no idea. But now I'll never not think of that when I see my <laughs> You're welcome. Most jolly person in the office. <laughs> but to like be. to kind of piggyback off of that, like <laughs> what is it kind of like? Uh, I feel like everybody else we've talked to has been like a in front of the camera first person. And you very much have gone from behind the scenes, you know, really managing the office type of thing to building a fan base, really, whether it was through the code names, through Floorball, through uh, the behind the scenes videos, uh, Wordle, anything. Like, what was that like where you were first like, oh, people like me? <laughs> yeah, um, it's funny because I, I still like, think of that or like get it or process but I, I I I really only stick to being on camera for things that I like really like or really do or like I'm good at but like is in my wheelhouse like code names I love playing code names or any word game like that or mm -hmm. wordle you know I I when it was popular I played wordle every day like on the train so it was very very normal and natural to me and then same with floorball because I played field hockey and I think that's the only way I could mentally process doing something like that because it really doesn't feel like I'm when I'm in it it doesn't feel like I'm you know I don't remember that I'm on camera or mm -hmm. you know being part of of content same when we do girls and co and literally it just feels like I'm chatting with Taylor and Pax like right. we would do outside of the room um so I definitely will only limit myself to like things that I feel comfortable doing um and that's what I remember when Jimmy first asked me when we were talking and planning about floorball one and like it had not even i mean there hadn't been girls that played in the warehouse obviously like not on purpose so it just didn't even cross my mind um to like ever play in it mm -hmm. and then i remember he asked and i was like oh yeah for sure like that'd be so fun yeah um because you know it's just like playing field hockey and prior to that a bunch of times in the warehouse Sometimes I would like one time, maybe twice, I like brought my field hockey stick mm -hmm. or like I used a blitz ball bat and just like between innings or between games when there was downtime, I just like hit against the wall and just, you know, like mess around. Yeah. Um, once we first asked and I said, yes, it, I really genuinely think it took me like a day or two to realize that I'd be on camera and like those <laughs> are going to get posted and I would be on team package and it would be a real thing. Right. Um, Cause I was just excited and like honored that like Jimmy thought I could play. Um, so yeah, I think my, my golden rule is just sticking to things in my wheelhouse that I would have fun doing regardless. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it just feels more, more natural to me. And then, you know, coming across camera, I think that's a good you know rule for anyone is if you do, you're talking about stuff that you're into and you're passionate about, then it'll, you know, be perceived the right way. Yeah, right. absolutely. I mean, I think when we talked to Paxton, she was very excited about floorball because she, was like yeah you know people always like people like me and brendan we get our wives or girlfriends to watch john boy and always yeah. you know the wives or girlfriends root for before this tournament because in the last floorball it was only t three teams that had girls on it right yeah mm -hmm. yeah um, just three they were like <clears throat> she was like yeah they always root for me taylor and sam so I'm really excited for this next one because there's going to be a girl on every team. So mm -hmm. all these girls will have someone to root for and all this. So you were really like the torchbearer for all of this yeah. to get <laughs> this whole go. thing going. <laughs> yeah. I mean, little did, did I know or I think anyone really realized. Um, well, when we when we were doing floorball one, 
we were hoping to have a team full of females. Originally, we were hoping Jules could field a team of all of her current teammates or, you know, teammates mm-hmm. in her past. Um, and it's just a lot harder said than done. So then we just kind of got as many as we could. Um, and then, yeah, made that a big point of focus for the next one because it's really just a cool element and it's probably you know the easiest sport to do it with because you know blitz ball is super hard and those teams and teammates are really really established yeah um bomb play hopefully you know we can work some more into um Mm -hmm. but yeah it makes all the sense because i would feel if i was watching something you know when i watch hockey or any sport like i do feel a kinship to you know if i know the person's sitting the significant other or you know if i was in their shoes i would totally then root for a team with a girl on it because that's super cool yeah yeah speaking of paxton um, during floorball too, what was the relationship like with the two of you? Because I, I does, does it seem like she just sort of knows how you get during competitions, so she doesn't want to bother you? Because it, it always cracked me yeah. up when she'd go over to you and be like, Sam, how you doing? And just, good. And she <laughs> yeah, just walked away. Floorball two got the best me. But yeah, luckily her and Kelsey, De- Paxton more so just because, yeah, she can be around me more and, you know, date me to code names and password and stuff. Um, so it was nice that that she yeah, kind of could read the room. <laughs> and some of my favorite interviews they did crack me up. Yeah, floorball too. I'm sure surprised some people of just how like mad I got, um, <laughs> which wasn't my finest moment. But um, yeah, she she knows me pretty well. Yeah, I know. I love those moments in floorball. We, we don't get enough of that, like just raw emotion in the warehouse sometimes. So I I, I love seeing because yeah. everyone who's played sports has had that teammate that just you're not going to mad at other people. You're going to mad at yourself. Um, yeah, that's. It, it, I think it's fine. That was good when I was just home for Thanksgiving on you know all my extended family watches, um, and no one was. Everyone was proud of me and thought it was funny and you know <laughs> understood where I was coming from because yeah. a lot of my uncles and everyone else in my family is competitive and hot headed like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that I just didn't disappoint <laughs> yeah, right. anyone with it and they yeah. understood where I was coming from. So <laughs> that was most important. I did. I re- I could have had a lot more stick slams than i did so i yeah. realized that i was going a little far so i held it back a couple mm. of times which was good that is one of the funny things about floorball is that you are like carrying a weapon a thing that makes noise and you can hit against things so it's easy to just like yeah of course i would i do the same thing when i golf sometimes too i just it's slam my golf or i too. throw it i want i would be throwing the, what the stick all, yeah I, I chuck my golf clubs all over the course they're so expensive brendan <laughs> it's, a, it's like a starter club I don't know. I got them for Christmas. All right. Fair I don't enough. Yeah. For free. Free <laughs> golf free. club. They're free. Hard not to. <laughs> were, uh, were you upset that you didn't get to face off against Sarah at any point? Yeah, I, I was. There's me a lot. I was always hoping and was glad I got to face off against Nick. Um, definitely Sarah, too, because we've never played against each other. We've always obviously been on the same team. Right. Um, so, yeah, that, that would have been a lot of fun for sure. But I at least got one of one of the two. Wow. Nice. So when you and Sarah played together, I don't, I could only assume, because I, I don't, I should know more about field hockey. I had a friend who was really good at field hockey growing up, but um, it, I assume there's like a defense midfield forward type of situation. Mm-hmm. When you were playing, you and Sarah, what positions did you guys play, I guess? I was a forward, and I <clears> believe <throat> she was too. Um, okay. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I usually be like on the right side. Yeah, yeah, we're very, very similar players, similar minded. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure we were both forwards. Okay, so that makes yeah. a lot of sense with like, because I would say I don't, I'm not trying to like fucking gas you up too much, but uh, <laughs> out of the players who seemed the most comfortable 
in front of the goal. You had mm-hmm. people like Nick and Reagan and Pavel, obviously, you know, these mm-hmm. people who've played hockey before. Yeah. And then, like, I'd lump you right up there with them. Maybe not, you know, this tournament didn't go your way in yeah. terms of mm-hmm. luck, but you yeah. seem to be, like, one of the more comfortable people who stand right in front of the goalie ready to just mm-hmm. tap it in, for lack yeah. of a better term. Yeah, it definitely, yeah, I think was, yeah, my natural position in field hockey. Like, when we were in practice, we when we would do drills on, like, tipping and deflections, like, I loved loved that like mm-hmm. either getting in always way or just like shoving a stick in there on like you know the the left or right post I love doing that um and I feel like that's what I felt bad because I know there were some comments of the goal like Sam's such a ball hog or like Sam just shoots and they don't look up and pass their teammates but I feel like at some point it was just like well I realized when I had the ball a the court is so small so like when I had the ball I most likely was up and in like a shooting range of the mm-hmm. goals so in my instant I got this quick game I have no space like I just got to shoot because if I hold the ball well, then I'm gonna fuck it gets it knocked away quick, quickly. Yeah, no, it makes yeah. sense. It looked like oh. you, you obviously knew what you your game plan was. It just like results weren't fully there. Um, but like th- yeah. definitely, there's there's a different tier of players where like some people would be shocked if they score. But it seems like whenever you would score, you like oh, it was almost like relief. Like yeah, okay, that's what I wanted to do. I'm not gonna like jump up and down and cheer. I'm just yeah. doing my job. Yeah, I'm not not much of a celebrator because <laughs> yeah, I do feel like all right, I should that's. I should have wow. gotten on this team. That's what that's how you're supposed to win is you score. So when I did, I'm like, okay, good. Like, right. Let's get a couple more. So I always just try to keep it even and move on to the next. Mm-hmm. This is this might be a long shot. Do you know who Mario Balotelli is by any chance? Sounds like an opera. Uh, I don't know. He's a soccer player. That. Okay. So he's an Italian no, soccer no player soccer who uh, pretty much said that. He's a forward, professional forward. And somebody asked him one time, was like, Mario, why don't you like really celebrate? He's like, it's my fucking job. Why would I do that? <laughs> I got paid you know, to put the ball said, in the net. Yeah. I believe his exact quote was, uh, does the mailman celebrate every time he puts <laughs> letters in the mailbox? He should, he should start. It's a, he should start. Get Lou <laughs> yeah, on the phone. It's Mario way, the Jeter way. Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah. just how it's supposed so to go. Playing. And that's what you're supposed to do. That's so nuts. So, like, do you ever have do you ever have that like competitive side shut off? Like, say you just go to uh, play basketball with your friends, right? And you drain a three. Would you ever be like, ah? Oh. <laughs> like or are you just gonna? Or are you just like, gonna be like, yep, done. Get in, get it back. Inside, like inside, like if I scored in four ball or whatever, like I, I'll, inside, I'll be happy and proud and like excited. <laughs> I think yeah, I'm just it's not <laughs> you keep in it to my yourself. nature to be that like <laughs> outwardly um, expressive unless it's like I don't know my sister or like Nick or someone I can joke around and, like yeah be in your face with or like my dad or something uh-huh. um, it has to be the right. So person be very close. Who, to you. Like, well, no, I'm wow. I'm joking. Yeah. Uh-huh. So if you scored on Mac Flurry Power, we would have seen you get in Nick's face. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved. He's sitting right there. I would have loved. That was one of my bigger regrets. I wish I could have scored against. McFlurry, like we spent, Nick and I had at least a handful of like practice training sessions. Um, and I wish, I wish so bad I could have scored. So mm. hopefully, maybe next year it's in my cards. Yeah, it's there. Maybe next year. Okay, so speaking of it's mindset, um, what was the, the team mindset going into Floorball 2? You guys reached almost the highest of heights in Floorball 1, came up just short yeah. against uh, like a, just a monster team. Um, where were you guys at going into this one? Uh, I think we were confident for sure. I think we were really happy that um, we were the for only full team returning. And I think we knew and thought that that was advantage, um, which I still think it was. Um, and I think, um, I think to, like, I, 
I I would think one of our somewhat downfalls is I think we we overthought a lot and mm. over strategized, um, which is um, definitely you know in in Jimmy's wheelhouse and I think a little mm-hmm. bit Krause's and and Jake's, but I think sometimes um, at least. It, in my any aspect of my life sometimes i i think i'm more more likely to just go try it and do it and not sure. overthink because that's i know when i get yeah. in my own way but you have three other guys um, on the court that are doing the opposite <laughs> yeah yeah i mean um, see, even like the first first game you can kind of see that you guys win the game on the court versus hook line but lose score wise i just like feel like that was yeah. weird because they like were playing so much better I know. I don't know how. I don't know why that's baggage's thing, but mm-hmm. it just is. Um, and I know baggage was has been struggling in blitz ball battles and mm-hmm. um, had an earlier exit in ball and play. So I also felt like I really like I was going to take it upon myself to be the one to bring baggage back and like get him a banner, which is just a lot of pressure yeah. to put or like to think through that how it has to be that way. Um, so yeah, I think we we were confident and you knew a lot of what we had to fix from. Uh, floor ball one, but it was just a completely different, um, yeah, roster and field of you know all the different teams, all the yeah. new people were brought in, and the reassignments that we did. Um, so I think you know some of that stuff was um, out of our control and can only be known once. You know, like you, we were there and playing, and the pavel of it all, and you know all the new stuff that we could do. So yeah, um, yeah, always you know we came in with confidence for sure, and then there's just a lot of the unknowns that are hard to prep for. Mm-hmm. I really liked and the Pavel Pavel of it all. That sounded so <laughs> <Yeah>. official. <laughs> that, that was crazy. Like he's just a force to be reckoned with. So, like, you've been talked about, uh, I think, by every other interviewer that we've had about how much you do behind the scenes. Um, did that change at all for Floorball? Were you still, like, miscoordination? Or was it more like, Sam's a player this time, somebody else take the reins? Um, I, I remember saying like, you know, each day after floorball that I feel like I didn't do a lot. Um, I think that was a testament to us having a really good system and pattern down in the warehouse where all the departments like just know what they're doing and know their roles and like we're gotten really, really good at it. I feel like the, I feel like the most things, the most that I do at the warehouse and why people think I'm always like so busy and doing stuff is because I'm just the most talkative and naggy and reminding like oh we have five minutes we have we have two minutes everyone in their places oh next game starts at you know two fifteen, and i just i'm constantly uh-huh. bugging people and in their ears and just keeping us on a schedule so i think it's just kind of at the forefront of people's brains so definitely there are definitely times where i um or i did i feel like i did less in football too since i was playing where like if i was you know was warming up then i couldn't do the you know reminders of times or mm-hmm. um I don't know, just the the little things of checking in on people or uh, whatever. And then, you know, once we lost, then I could transition back into only having to worry about, you know, production and all of that. Um, but I also think it was nice to have that distraction so that I couldn't always overthink, you know, the, the, how the previous game went or who our next matchup is or, mm-hmm. you know, just overthink too much. I had to have the headset on and be doing stuff leading up to the game, which I like sometimes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel like I... It was really great that like I you know didn't have to do a lot and everyone else just knew what they were doing without having to be reminded it's a really really good you know well-run machine did you how long did it take for you to get like out of that mode of like I should be doing more than just like being a fan right now um I I think I I think you know once I yeah you know can take the the comms headset off or you know once I saw clock wind down I can easily switch uh, and then once we're in the game I you know completely forgot about 
anything else going on. Um, and I was what? really only like, that's good about <laughs> the game. Um, yeah. So it wasn't, wasn't too hard. I don't think, but maybe it didn't always work to my benefit. Yeah. Oh, welcome back. Um, He's back. What was the, the clothing situation like during Volleyball? Like, was that did everyone have like ten pairs of jerseys? Because I feel like you guys what? were probably so disgustingly sweaty. It just looked so gross. hot in there. Everyone, <laughs> what a way to start that question, Brendan. That's unbelievable. Everyone's thinking it. Everyone still only had one jersey. Oh my god! We do laundry after every day. Um, Bill did the laundry. Uh, we took it home after floorball, um, and then there was ice baths. We got um, oh yeah, like little ice pods sent to us from a company. So people took real good advantage of that, as they should. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I can't do old plunges or ice baths. Um, I can't do those. And anymore. then yeah, people. I was the thing I was most surprised about is um, everyone remembered to bring plain black shorts or skirts mm, or whatever bottoms they wore so you don't get like a lot of the, times, like, like nasty crotch sweat that shows through the gray shorts and people look like they're peed their pants yeah and i was just impressed that we had no one like forget to bring something or like say hey like this is half black like is this good or right. who knows what so i was impressed that we had a, an actual good nice looking uniform um because it's hard when you leave some stuff up you know out of your control people are gonna mess up yeah, yeah. um but no just did a lot of laundry um <laughs> People just kind of sucked it up. Because Jim, no Jimmy talks choice. about a couple times, he's like, sometimes when you put things in the lockers there, they get like worse smelling than <laughs> just being sweaty. So I was just curious about that. I mean, it's certainly factor. not a, a fresh air, like clean, <laughs> refreshing right. place. It's it's musty and sweaty and dirty and dusty. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I think, I think once you're in there for four or five hours your first day, it's just you're numb to it all and it yeah. all smells the same. <laughs> right. Just a big joke. Yeah, right. just, you just suck back. it up for a bit. Brandy, let's get back to the games. <laughs> I was hoping we could spend bit. at least 10, 20 minutes on the uh, All right, let's talk. keep talking about it. Can you describe <laughs> the smell from one to 10? Um, no. Um, how far in advance did you know like who you were going to be playing? Like, because I, um, I don't know, because you again, you're very much on the inside. I don't know if you yeah. could have possibly been involved in schedule making. So I have no idea. I when did we find out? I feel like I don't know why, but I feel like I don't. I feel like we didn't know that far in advance because we played hook line and then we'll go. So I don't know. Maybe I just never knew or didn't pay attention or couldn't remember but i feel like we didn't know until like almost like the week of like when we put it on you know like the uh, like orientation slideshow of our mm. first matchups and all that stuff but i just may not have been paying attention i'm really not good at for how much is part of my job i'm really struggling to wrap my head mm-hmm. around like bracketology and seedings and mm. scenarios like oh if this team loses this team wins right, this right. is how it's all sorted out like for whatever reason my brain just can't compute that um so i feel like I, we didn't know like at least myself didn't know that far in advance um which is good i don't want to you know overthink it i, mm-hmm. I feel like at least two weeks before it was a hot topic of the office of thinking about what teams would be good and the new additions and you know who's coming in for year two you know better than ever um mm-hmm. so it was definitely we talked about it all the time in the office how you know how we thought teams would shake out but i don't recall knowing that far in advance who we were playing mm-hmm. I, I might be completely forgetting i mean it makes sense for you especially it seems like you're the kind of person that just wants to show up and play whoever's there you know, yeah so. i can't yeah I, like i said i can't i can't overthink stuff too much or else it's just not good and it, also it's like it's sports it's 
you can't can't predict it. Right. Really. You can plan a little bit, but for the most part, it's all going to change once you get on there. Yeah, especially because there's still so many people that were new that we have no idea what their skill is. Right. Like, saw Chelsea's Instagram. She was obviously sick, but, like, does that correlate? And we had no idea about mm. Orwin and DZ and Steve and Jesse. So, also, it's like, okay, well, this is stupid to think because mm-hmm. one person can change the whole entire thing. Totally. Right. Uh, <laughs> sorry. That's all right. Um, so, for a, on a more personal side, <laughs> I know this may be nothing. You may just be like, because they gave it to me. But is there a reason... You're number 11. Yeah, I chose 11. Um, Everyone gets to pick their number. And 11's just always been my number. I don't really know why. Like, I wore it. um, My freshman year in high school, I wore number two because it just went by size. And two is a small number. Really? Um, That's kind of funny. (laughs) Yeah, at least in my high school, we didn't have, I don't know, like a ton of money in athletics, especially for girls field hockey. So you had super old jerseys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think sophomore year I got to pick and I wanted 11. Again, I don't really know why. And then ever since then, it's just been, hmm. 11's been my number. Huh. We had a lot of 11s. I think I was Drew's 11. Luke, I think, is 11. Okay. Yeah. Happy 11s and 24s, I've noticed. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, we have a lot of. Or lot 23s. Of Sorry. Yeah, and 24, because now Jake is 24. Because we're about to enter year 2024, so he's shifted. So him and Trev are the same. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's funny. Spoilers. Speaking of 11, do you have any faith in uh, (laughs) Anthony Volpe's sophomore campaign? Unbelievable. Uh, Yeah. This is not why we're (laughs) here. (laughs) Just want a quick quick ask. Okay, good. You have to have faith. It's going to be another shitty season. All right, I like it. Yeah, I love love Brett Gardner. He was my favorite. Yeah make wishes on 11 11 so it's just a good a good number brick gardner another guy that loves to slam sticks or bats true <laughs> There's the wow, there. so that's where you get it from okay subconsciously i just wanted to make him proud yeah. <laughs> we brought it all back speaking of slamming shit you had the most penalties in this tournament huh yeah so what what happened Did. where'd the fire come from sam um, well, the first one, and Jimmy took credit for it in the chat, so I don't fully blame myself. I should have known better, but mm. my first penalty, right before, I'm not going to blame Jimmy because it's also not his fault, but right before, Jimmy did say, Sam, go up, and he meant Sounds after. like you're blaming him. I just took it as, okay, I'll go do it right now. Mm. Um, and I did also didn't know that, that would warrant up going to the penalty box. Right. And then the other ones, just, it was a blur, and I, I didn't. I didn't know what I was doing until after, um, and then it then it just started a narrative. And then against McFlurry, I set out to not get a penalty, played bad. So I don't mm-hmm. know where my the middle big line. bully Sam in the tournament. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that really came out of nowhere. The first yeah. one though wasn't you know aggressive, not aggressive, but like you know right dangerous, harmful. Um, the other two were a little much. Other ones feel were bad. slashing ones. Yeah, one was against Lauren, um, and then someone else. It's hard because I, I, I feel the same way about, like, I, I haven't really played much floorball, to be honest. Um, but when I play basketball, uh, I, when I'm on defense, sometimes when someone's getting away from you, you accidentally just, like, start to grab them, and you can't, I like, guess, imagine being yeah. similar to when, like, someone's getting away from you with the ball, and you just want to, like, start hacking at it, and, like, no, 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 I, I had you. Get yeah, get back here. Yeah, just do whatever it takes, and sometimes yeah. it's a little too far. Right, right. I find it very funny 
because Paxton came on after Floorball was filmed. I think what pa- Paxton was on for Ball and Play, right? Mm-hmm. For yeah. our Ball and Play interviews. Uh, yeah, because we didn't do any Blitz interviews because you were getting married. Um, and she was like, "Yeah, the girls are the most aggressive." And I don't think I was expecting oh, she quite didn't say that. What a like, fun tip! Of there's what one girl in particular. Just, there's there's two That's girls. Two girls yeah. yeah, it's yeah. not even um, just me. Yeah. So I just like did it on my own stat sheet. Uh, on average, the men, uh, it was like ten. If you just do it because there was, you know, th- uh, three guys to each girl mm-hmm. on a team, uh, the men was like average ten per. The girls had eighteen <laughs> fouls and penalties added together. So, because uh, it was like it was eighteen, there were forty-eight total. Um, <laughs> that's kind of insane, and something like <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to be like this. Well, first off, I don't think I was expecting Reagan to be as <laughs> a, much of a bully as she was. Yeah, yeah. Um, at least, but like Reagan's, I mean, she didn't get penalties, but at least Reagan's aggressiveness was like cool hockey, like tough girl, like playing hockey aggressive. Mine was yeah. just like making mistakes and being wild. Um, that's but yeah, she, she was mm-hmm. that game. Like when she beat up Luke was <laughs> hilarious. It took it really well. So you just like, yeah, hey, it's all right. We're playing. Taking her far, like, yeah, she's gonna go coach the girls at BU, like how to do that and how to get away with it, and mm-hmm. as she should. Yeah. Um, but that's funny. I didn't. I got got the vibe that yeah, we were aggressive, and I knew Paxton like was right when she said that. But putting those numbers to it is really pretty funny. <laughs> you know what's even funnier? Uh, of the eighteen. It was really only split up between five of the girls because Sarah had zero fouls and zero penalties. <laughs> yeah, wow. Courtney did. That's even surprising. Say, and she's... Courtney too. had uh, one of yeah. each because Courtney was in the box at one point, and then she also had a foul. And I think it was in that. Uh, was it in the Mac Flurry game? Let me check. I'll look it up. Don't you worry, guys. <laughs> well, um, I was worried. So, Brit, keep talking because I'm gonna gonna take a while to look this up. Chelsea, Chelsea. I, was, I feel like I, she I was think, always thinking way Chelsea too, too yeah. to, to do oh, like Chelsea. That. Oh my god, I my brain she was, was saying not really, Courtney. Yeah, she was. Chelsea had four fouls. Chelsea oh. had four fouls. Um, let me see. That I that I had. She had two yeah. in the final. Uh, yeah, at least that I had written down. Mine's very unofficial. My statistics, <laughs> by the way. But it's very hard to keep stats in football. Right. It's so yeah. opposite. That's why you have time and you like. Are There's you numbers behind everything. Yeah, there was a lot of times where like I would check myself on the shots because every once in a while the shots and shots on or the shots on target yeah. would pop up. It's hard to tell. And which I'd ones be like, are on oh no, too. oh oh no! How do they have eleven? I have six. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's what a very, lot of it was going by. It's yeah. very hard. Yeah, I don't know how. Jolly and John did it, but it's tricky. Well, sure, they they did a great job. I mean, to do it live and feed yeah. them those stats to Chris Rose and Pavel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. And having them to be like as right as you can because they're saying that and that's stuck in the broadcast. It's a really hard job. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Let's talk about the Pavel play a little bit. Um, the adjustment that has to be made, I guess, when somebody like Pavel comes on, right? Mm-hmm. When you, as the the forward on baggage, has to now split forward time with Pavel, was that kind of an easy transition, or did you find yourself, like you, Jimmy, and Krause, kind of struggling with it as the play was evolving? 
Um, I think. I mean, we obviously struggled with it since we never scored with him. Um, I yeah, I think I was probably just more so nervous that we only had thirty seconds, so I there's no again no room for error, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to fuck him up. Like I always wanted to be in the right place and be open and like you know read his mind or read you know his movements. Where like you know I I, I didn't you know, I'm not familiar with his play or like his mm-hmm. tendencies, so right. um it's yeah i think it and it was just chaotic when it came on because there's excitement and mm-hmm. adrenaline and like you know we can't and he like runs around in circles like seconds. crazy he flies he's such a bunny rabbit <laughs> like he's always on his toes and just yeah you know moving around and just like always 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 moving which is why he's so good mm-hmm. um so yeah i think it i think it was hard to not mess up you know, to be in the right place for him and then with your limited time um i think it was yeah it was hard um yeah, he when when he moved or when he shot, like it was so quick, and you just didn't didn't have the time. So yeah, yeah. it was definitely hard, and especially the first one, our first foul play. Like Jimmy came in, and we had such a plan, and then it just like mm-hmm. you know what didn't really utilize him in the best way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, whereas you know like McFlurry found it right away, and Ice had luck with him. So um, I think that's something we can take into the next one of a little bit. You know, obviously play to his strengths and kind of just give him the space and get him the ball, and then just try to to you know feed off of that yeah yeah so we watched like the, the deeper we got into the tournament you would see Pavel just go up there and be like if someone asked like hey Pavel, what do you want to do he'd be like all i need is a give and go at some point we said the same some way, thing just give yeah. me a give and go but it's hard to do that like, obviously that's a good idea um and it can happen at yeah. any point even if you think that the play is shot the bounce might go your way like oh shit i have the puck now i have the ball now we just pass it to Pavel quick like but it, you, you don't know exactly what's going to happen with now an extra person in the field that's already so tight with all the bodies that are on there yeah so many ricochets that could happen um, so I, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't fully blame you guys because you guys are a talented group, but 30 seconds is anything yeah. can, can happen. Yeah. Yeah, it was chaotic. Peter, you know what battle plays felt like to me, uh, to, like, to relate it to video games? It felt like when you're losing by like one goal in Mario Strikers and you need to get a hold of it to get a super strike goal to get either to tie it or to get ahead. And it's just so stressful because you know you, you know you need what you need to do, but you only have 30 yeah. seconds left and it feels like it just makes it so much harder with, with the pressure on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, sudden, really, really hard. You lose to Daisy, and you're screaming in the hall of the dorm room, right, Brendan? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Fucking Daisy. She's good. She's good. That was before we were even friends. I just remember going home. So Brendan and I uh, became friends my sophomore year of college, his freshman year of college. Okay. And I had the room next to him. It was diagonal from me. No, yeah. sorry, it was diagonal from you. But you were playing in Chris and Richie's room, which was yeah. next to mine. And I was just walking home from class one day, and then all of a sudden, uh, Brendan comes running out of the room next door because he lost to Daisy in Mario Strikers and screaming. And I was like, what? What did I get myself into? So but funny. That's, that's the origin story. We went to SUNY New Paltz. Oh, okay. So a little bit, Brendan would say upstate. That's up, yes, it's, it's off Long Island, so it's upstate. It counts. Do we, do well, we know where you went to school? Where did you go to school? I went to the University of Tampa in Florida. Oh, wow. Yeah, Brendan, you should listen to Girls & Co. Maybe you'd learn something. I do sometimes. <laughs> I miss that. I'm a bad listener. <laughs> All I'm saying, Brendan, is every time a Girls & Co. thing has been brought up, you seemingly <laughs> haven't oh. listened to it. I'm exposed. Oh, There's a, so many times I'm like, because I do a lot of driving for work, and I'll be listening to like just podcasts all day long. And then I realized that I, it's kind of like when you read a book and you realize like, I didn't ingest any of that just now. Yep. I like, I just missed an enta- entire hour of a podcast I just listened to, but I'm not going there back. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Completely. So a lot to keep track of. <laughs> I have a question that I feel like either you 
or Jimmy or Jake would know, and I don't know if anybody else would. But okay. So in the first playoff game that you guys had, mm-hmm. at the end of the second period, Kraus, like hurt himself, kind of. Right. right. If it got to the point where he could not continue, Mm-hmm. Did you have like a list of reserves to join up or was it like, well, love is are eliminated right now. We could just like grab Nikki and he's on baggage for the remainder. Or was it something yeah. more like, oh, uh, well, Dan Rourke's here and he's not on a team. So we're just going to throw him in. Yeah, we'd never we don't really um, at least in my head. I don't always think about what we do if there were, it was an injury, which we really faced for the first time in ball and play with Shelfie. Where, yeah, in a pinch, we did just grab um, other teams who were eliminated or not playing. A, because, like, Sirocco and BBD um, were, you know, like, and Luke were, who right. would have been, you know, up there for replacements or already playing. Um, so we really were scratching the bottom of the barrel um, with ball and play in terms of options. So for floorball, um, you know, maybe since we already opened that Pandora's box of all, we can just pull someone who's already playing from a different right. team. Um, I also think Sirocco would have been um, up there as a, play- as a replacement player. He played in some of the scrimmages. He's super, super keen on floorball and is good. Um, and he kind of had, since he was just a ball boy, he was very, very helpful mm-hmm. and the water boy. Um, but he could have, in theory, like, you know, he wasn't operating a camera where, like, you can't lose him from that. Right. Where we can put a player or another person on the fan as the ball boy, water boy. And Sirocco, like, could have had his time to shine. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, or I don't even know if – I don't think Rourke was doing a camera. For, oh, no, he was. But, yeah, probably maybe would have done one of them. Um, I right. think especially as we really start to find the franchises and the franchise players who want to do our best to not have to, you know, swap players and franchises. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe in the future we would just go to, you know, a, a crew member who can be spared during mm-hmm. gameplay. Right, because I was thinking about this when it happened. I was just thinking, like – I mean, I guess they could take Nikki because they did. They set the precedent in ball and play. Mm-hmm. But yeah. in ball and play, you could just make somebody like purely a defender. Right. right. And They're in not floor an impact ball, player necessarily. Exactly. Yeah. In floorball, you can't. You yeah. Know? Yeah, so, which is a real consideration. So it was that was something that Brennan and I were very curious about when that happened, and now yeah. we got the inside scoop. Yeah. Luckily, yeah, it didn't have to. And I think that's why I don't ever about it because i don't want to give it any you know thought of any part of my brain to even allow myself to think about that happening um but yeah i think think sirocco or anyone on the side who was available to put in a pinch maybe would have sirocco's an interesting character i think he he should be on more more stuff more camera stuff because he's such a, a quirky funny dude he's awesome yeah he's gonna get his his chance in the warehouse coming up um next year which i'm so excited about uh, he's just i mean he's a gold mine like he's, <laughs> he's good he's talented and athletic he's the passion mm-hmm. and yeah is hilarious and comfortable on camera which is really really hard to be and he has all those qualities and, and wants to do it mm-hmm. um so yeah he's gonna get he's gonna get some more more camera time coming up and i'm so so pumped nice wow what about you you gonna get more camera time or are you sticking with floorball only I think I'm gonna stick to stick to what I know um, and stay in floorball as long as baggage will have me. If they don't get a wow or, uh, female opportunity wow. either way, <laughs> um, unbelievable. Yeah, I would love. I yeah, I, I love playing um, in floorball. So hopefully it doesn't go anywhere and want to 
have my name on a banner, like that's a real driving, motivating mm-hmm. factor. Um, you know, not only for myself, but like for baggage, I want them yeah. to succeed. Um, and for the foreseeable future, if floorball is a really good way to get it done, then I want it to be with that. Um, but yeah, definitely would love to stay doing floorball and JM Entertainment, you know, comes back and does some more code names or, you know, kind of fun board games or, you know, word games like that. Like I'm always all about that. Um, but I also like it's so I'm, I'm not really hard. It's really hard to be in front of a camera and mm-hmm. like it's it's so different. I'm getting like a little bit more used to it. But like the first couple of times doing Wordle, like I just couldn't my brain completely froze. Like it's mm-hmm. really yeah. so different. Right. Having lights and a camera on you and you like having do well like it's crazy and usually that how, game is just like you're just in your own head you're not talking to anybody yeah. you're just like doing it on your phone crazy how hard that is yeah um so yeah i'll stick to stick to my couple things and leave it at that because there's okay. better people that could be and should be doing it um so you know i'll always i'll always say yes when they need me but um other than that all okay i'll just wait and make stuff happen in the background i mean as a baggage super fan i hope you stay on the floorball team because it, i mean it really does mean a lot to, I don't know how, how many other people, but to me it means a lot that you guys had the only team that had all returnees. Um, I, I, I don't know how much you guys talk about that behind closed doors, but I, I, do you guys want to keep as many returning characters to all the franchises as possible? Yeah, I think so. It yeah. definitely, yeah, helps. Um, I think, you know, I think, you know, the the warehouse community is so great that they do latch on to people, you know, the first time that you meet them. And we've always gotten lucky that the people that we've invited are awesome and mm-hmm. that they fit in so well and that people do love them because they're just good, good people. Um, so yeah, we always try to get people back. And the hardest thing is just, you know, their, their schedules. Like, you know, we tried to get Jules back and she couldn't and tried to get Oli and, you know, he had other cool opportunities come up. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's really cool to have the same people back and, you know, then it just helps build the storylines and you know, we can pull from their stats from the first floor ball, which just makes the whole thing seem bigger and cooler and, yeah. you know, more in depth. It helps just build the, the world that we're trying to create. Totally. Um, so yeah, I think it would be, be really fun to get as many of those people back as we could. Um, you know, I know McFlurry's all itching to come back and repeat and Pavel's already locked wow. in and excited to go next yeah. time. Um, and that's a cool compliment. What a good addition. Well, yeah, when people want to come back already just after one tournament, that's the coolest yeah. thing that happens um, is when people get it. Cause it's really hard to explain or they, you know, they never knew what they're coming into. But when they're converted at the end, it's so cool. So mm-hmm. hopefully we can get a lot of this crew to come back because it was really, really awesome and so easy to work with all of them and play with all of them. It was so cool. Right. Well, I mean, like from what we've heard, the warehouse bug is a real thing. Like it I is. know Jimmy told us that like Atif – was like i don't want to go back to england uh, after <laughs> yeah. ball and play uh, um pavel said it like jimmy or i think it was jimmy was messaging one of us that pavel was like itching to come back after the mm-hmm. end of it so like that's kind of nuts it's it even drew was telling us in between because he was a replacement for blitzball battle 2 um mm-hmm. he was like yeah when jimmy asked me to come back he said like no at first, but then he was like, I can't say no to yeah, this. Yeah, he had an obligation or something like that. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. but I should probably go. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really cool. Like, yeah, what people will I mean, I was even because we're starting to um our ball and play two is coming up, I mean, in March, and you know, we're starting to think about who we can come back and you know what we want it to look like again. And 
obviously we want to work with MLC again and have the pro cricket players in because that's just the you know one of the coolest things that we do is have actual right. professional athletes you know like in season come play with us right. and um I was talking to Nate the umpire for ball and play and he was like yeah I was I was chatting with some of the MLC guys and they were like really jones in a comeback like they were just mm-hmm. texting each other wondering when it was going to be and if they'd come back and you know how they'd you know blow off other opportunities that they get if it conflicted they just wow <laughs> i was like I think that's, that's literally great. the best compliment you can get like yeah. someone would choose the warehouse over anything else um yeah it's really i don't know how i don't know how it it happens but we just get the right people that get it and have so much fun and you know we i guess it's because we get, you know, athletes and people who like playing sports. And if you put them in a competitive environment, like everyone's going to want to come back and keep trying to win. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's cool. The warehouse is really, really fun. Yeah. And then it looks good at the end you of the day, what? too. It's not just like you're just not just playing a sport with your pals. Like it, you are making it look awesome. So just yeah, great work. Yeah. You know what I just thought of? If, if Kraus and you and Jimmy and Jay come back for floorball three, right? You've had two tournaments now to figure out what works, what doesn't. Would you, I guess, without getting too specific, because obviously it's a ways away, but like, have you, Jimmy, Krause, and Jake, identified any changes already? Yes, or like, I have a plan. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. I, actually, it's, it's really annoying because I knew what I had to change the press the post-game presser after we were eliminated someone said something i'm like oh wait that's all i have to do someone in the comments or somebody like someone out loud it was like jimmy or jake or kraus or someone like said it in the room and Mm -hmm. i was like it just clicked and i think like i know i had been told that before and i i know like that's people like that's what people do and for whatever reason i sink in and i'm like wait like let's go back and play that game like (laughs) can we do it one more time guys run it back yeah um so i know like i i have footage i know i need to do um on top of developing more um well, so what is the thing you need to do or are you not going to give I it up i need to no i will because okay. it's not like revolutionary okay whatsoever. <laughs> i need to shoot on the fly like i can't hit the ball wind up like mm, be set right. in my feet and take a shot because everyone in the world knows what's happening i need yep. to get a ball move go like me and peter were noticing that too scored. throughout the tournament we're like oh i'm starting to see that people are picking up on like the rolling the ball and whipping it more than just like taking slap yeah. shots or whatever yeah yeah, like it's how it works in field hockey, like how it works in everything. And I just got so like, oh, if I just put all my strength into a shot, like I'll just blow through the goalie, which didn't work at all and doesn't work for anyone. Um, so if you're just a little more secretive and they can't see you move or if like, you know, you shoot where the goalie can't see you, you know, if you, or you shoot and you can't see the goalie, they can't see you right. and, you know, all that stuff. But they can so see a wind up coming like, oh, there's yeah, a shot. Exactly. Yeah. So you just need to be a little bit more sneaky and mm-hmm. on the fly um, than set in my ways in broadcasting what I'm doing. Uh, mm-hmm. So that would be a focus of mine for floorball three. And I'll find some other stuff along the way, get better at, you know, shootouts and one-on-ones. Um, and just get a little bit more comfortable with a stick, put some hours in and like so be most improved. Are you, nice. you going to, wow, big goals. You're going to strong arm Jimmy out of the head coach spot or what? <laughs> no, I still, that's, I can't, I can't have that sort of pressure. I don't have that sort of brain to concoct plays and pick apart opponents. Um, that's still what he's good at. And I'm hundred percent going to defer to that. Nice. Um, but I, I is the more I can know myself in my game, the better I can contribute to it. Yeah. So that's part of my plan. And I, I know the three of them also have 
like they every time our game would premiere we'd text in our group chat and say what you know like bugged us what we still can't believe happened or you know what we got to change mm-hmm. right um, so that's that's never going to stop Right. I think you should start you gotta, uh, a We Got Ice 3 channel where you and Jack just go to the, <laughs> the warehouse once a week and play floorball. I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. I need to. I didn't have I didn't have enough time um, before floorball. I mean, that's a cop out. I could always make the time. Um, but I needed a little bit, a little bit more practice. Um, and it showed. But I'll fix that for floorball 3. Okay. Wow. And you just got to be able to uh, hide your fouls a little better. Yes, definitely. <laughs> control, control my anger a little bit more. Block out everything else. And keep, just have keep the fun. Anger. I think that. No, keep the I anger. That. I think just I was like turn your back and then. Yeah. Turn your back to the ref and just quick punch to the mm. opponent, and then you definitely. go back to play. Yeah. yeah, yeah my my cross country coach always more. told me when you're running behind someone to just give them a little kidney jabs with your fingers too. So that's a good. That's a good <laughs> trick you could use. Okay. I like that. I'll start. hurt. Reading and reading and watching and scouting. And then okay, I'll be exactly. Excellent. That's what's that's what's gotta happen. All right. Yeah. So, Brendy, you good with me going into the last two? Let's do it, baby. All right. We have one question. We're gonna ask everybody who comes on here. Fun. Okay. First one. Guess Peter's weight. Guess my weight. <laughs> oh. Okay. No, 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 no. That's not it. That's not it. Um. Uh. If you could make a dream team, essentially, Ooh. out of everybody from the tournament okay. where you have to be on this team and you can't take more than one player from any of the other teams. Cool. So you can't okay. have Jimmy, Jake, or Kraus okay. and say you take Nick, you can't have Steve, K-Mac, or Chelsea. Okay, cool. All right, so I have to start with myself. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um Okay, so for goalie, um, goalie, maybe I would say, I think I would maybe go, this feels so disrespectful to Kane, because like, he really should be <laughs> everyone's first answer. Uh-huh. Um, but I also know Dalton was really good. Okay. Um, so She's leaving room for Mac- um, more McFlurry by not he was. taking the... Uh... Okay, Mac. It's smart. I think I. I think but so I. Um, is Lucas. I know it's hard. It's really they were. Hard. I mean, all so of the is... goalies were really good. It was just really yeah. one game that kind of tanked one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but. All right. So I think I'm on record with Dalton, and okay. then, um, and then I think I would say I think I would pick Nick. Well, MVP. And... Wow. I think I Biased. Out of anyone on McFlurry. Biased. <laughs> um, um, and then, who's gonna be? My That's a lot of pressure guy? for next week. He knows the yeah. question's coming too. Mm. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, I feel lame saying Luke because I feel like that's cop out. He's, he's good. Um, so actually, I would pick Reagan. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm glad you did that because I I meant to say there was going to be no restrictions on guys and girls, and I mm-hmm. forgot. But oh. yeah, I think I would like Reagan. I think she was really smart, read the field really well, set mm-hmm. people up, and like you know, boosted everyone else um, around her. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think I I think I I think those would be my three. So okay. you got for a recap: Dalton and yeah. goal, defense Reagan, yeah, and then the two attackers, you and Nick. 
Strong nice. team. Very really strong team. I could have gotten a lot of ways. Yeah. It's that's what it was. Drew gave us three teams, I think. <laughs> he did give us three teams. <laughs> Drew, Drew, Drew gave like, us. Oh, three actually, this teams. would be good too, though. <laughs> yeah, Drew kept doing teams, and then he was then he did a team where he was the goalie, and we're like, okay. <laughs> he wants to be goalie so bad. Oh yeah. my goodness! If you haven't he's listened about, to Drew's he episode, about, he was about to be before teams shook up. Um, yeah, that's what he told us. Yeah. Um, if you haven't listened to Drew's episode, it is fucking off the walls. It is <laughs> it, it is insane. I tweeted Not out a clip bad. already of just like Drew's eating habits that he told us about <laughs> in the uh, in the show. He, this yeah. guy he eats. He's he's like, oh yeah, I love cooking. Uh, we go, what's your go-to meal? He goes, uh, ground beef with honey and blueberries. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, Drew? okay, sounds like a real what? chef. <laughs> I wonder if Kenobio knows about this because I know come Blitzball Battles, Kenobio keeps a real, real sharp and he was eye saying on him that, yeah. and his eating. So I'll have to see if Kenobio <laughs> found out about this. Drew's the best. And I'm not surprised he was such a ball. Yeah. Oh, he such was fantastic. Such I love that. Um, let's see. And then finally, every interview we end with a question from our friend Chris, who previous to Floorball <laughs> did not watch a single Floorball two got him. Thing. Got him into it. Floorball cool. two got him. So he would just ask questions. We have him ask a question to every one of our guests at the end of the show. Cool. And his question to you: Did you know when you were hired by Jimmy that you'd be responsible for coordinating these huge tournaments? And what's the most difficult part about it? Um, first answer is no, I didn't. Um, in my, I'm sure the warehouse was in their head, but it certainly wasn't in mine at all. Um, so it wasn't, you know, I knew I'd be coordinating like planning stuff, but I think that was more of, you know, like trips or small events or whatever. But I love that um, more and more of my job is planning warehouse stuff. And then I think the hardest part is um, just probably, I think, coordinating with a lot of different people and having so many schedules to work with. And, you know, it's, uh, the nature of every tournament is people will drop out and you think you have a roster, but then, you know, life gets in the way and they can't come or a flight gets delayed or whatever. So I think it's just all the unknowns that you can't plan for. Um, and then you got to be ready to adjust on the fly and, you know, have backups or have a, a list of people, you know, to go to or, um, or something. But yeah, I think just all those unknowns of, you know, it's you people commit and then, Sometimes they don't come, um, and you know, especially if that's a week away from the event, um, then you know that is makes it super extra hard. Um, so yeah, I think it's just planning for stuff that you can't plan for, have no control over. Um, but you know, it makes it more exciting. And then I know once one person's out, then we should be good from mm-hmm. there on out. Yeah. And you know, we've done things that can combat that of like you know not putting people's names on juries anymore because mm-hmm. that's too much to almost change. have to like assume um, she's gonna hit the fan and just be ready for <laughs> for whatever yeah. right yes, <clears throat> right exactly. so um, you're usually um, the one who's like getting the replacements um yeah i more and more am you know when we have rosters it's for the you know it's a lot of times like you know finding people or taking suggestions from people and then reaching out and then yeah usually having to find um the replacements like luckily when for floorball when we had a couple people back out we had pretty good notice um and then i luckily was able to ask nick because he's you know in the hockey creator world that he's you know met a good amount of people or you know had a 
people, people he knows of that like, hey, these would be good because it's really hard to, you know, A, know someone's skill and then B, judge their, you know, like, hey, would they have fun here? Would they get it? You know, like, are they the right fit? Those are two things really hard to um, ask someone and, you know, trust or explain. Um, so, yeah, then you usually try to try to find replacements, whether that's asking people or like digging through Instagram or Twitter or something. Um, so yeah, it's tricky, but it's fun and it's a, a cool perk to have. So I deal with the, with the fallout sometimes. Yeah. Nice. And I think there's to date and we'll take Blitzball Battle 4 out of it because we don't know anything about it. There's only been one tournament in the warehouse that hasn't had any last minute changes, right? Um, I think it was just Blitzball Battle 3. Cause it was, I know that Nate told yeah. us there was a scramble for ball and play. Mm -hmm. yeah, ball and play was, was a mess. Uh, this Plus one, three. I know. Yeah. I think in uh, yeah. Courtney's Courtney was a replacement. Yeah, she was a replacement. Yep. That's what the her Sarah, episode with yeah. Paxton said. Technically, Courtney. Yeah, Blitzball three was was perfect. You're right. So I think that was the only one. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, we'll find out in February <laughs> if there was any changes there. But um, I'm sure you want more of that. <laughs> makes your life a little bit easier yeah yeah hopefully blitzball can always be kind of the breather that everyone knows the drill and it's a lot of friendly faces mm -hmm. um, and smaller rosters too yes yeah smaller rosters yeah. and yeah it's always you know a little bit more serious and luckily at blitzball we're a little bit ahead of the game where blitzball has the status of okay i'm, I'm not gonna miss this this is the big crown jewel whereas yeah. right. you know Ball and playing floorball still have a little bit, a couple more tournaments to go until it's, I think, you know, that established in people's minds. Um, yeah, those will always be a little bit of the easier ones. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still waiting for the, somebody to win the treble. Can't wait till they win What's all that? three of them. The treble oh, is blitzball, wow. uh, mm. ball and play, and floorball. That'll be because it's like the grand slam for tennis, but there isn't a yes. fourth one here. <laughs> so the treble. Yeah. Ooh, and that happens. That's going to be major. That's gonna, major is anyone that's closest to it, or does everyone only have one in their respective Everyone only games? has one. Yeah. Well, it has to be all in the same year. Oh, really? Oh, sure. That's okay. what makes it so oh, okay. prestigious. Gotcha. You know? Super hard to do. That's what makes yeah. it so prestigious. Because yeah. it's like, what? Uh, <laughs> we Got Ice almost won the treble of runner-ups this year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. But Joe's decided to throw a miracle in ball and play. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. But, Crazy. Yeah. Oh, I, keep an eye out for it. Thank you, Sam, for this everything. This is so fun, guys. I love right talking about the warehouse. Oh, yeah. No, it was, that was amazing. That, thank yeah. you again. Um, we'll be back there soon, whether you like it or not. We know where it is, so nope, we're going to come Brendan. bust through the, yep. bust down the doors. So. Open Pandora's box. I've been there. We know I've where it is I've actually been now. there quite a bit since. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> To bring it back to the beginning, I just wanted to ask you quickly before we leave. Mm -hmm. um, do you have what are you off the top of your tomorrow? head? What, what's for dinner tomorrow and the rest of the week? Um, <laughs> what is your? Do you have a favorite vault song by any chance? Oh, from Taylor Swift. Yeah. Ooh. Um, favorite what? I. Uh, favorite vault Vaults. song. Is that like the newest? The name of the newest album or something? It's like anytime she remakes well, an album, she she's not. He's not in the know. Uh, I'm not in the know. I've never listened to music. Anytime she remakes an album, she adds vault songs. I guess so it feels worth it for listeners to rebuy her albums and stuff. Um, but stuff that she wrote back in the day for these old albums, but never released, essentially. Um, oh. I feel like uh, all too well, 10 minute, 10 minute version, like can't really yeah, count. Yeah, it doesn't count. Really, obviously. Too the best. long. Get it um, out of here. 
crazy. Um, I think, um, I bet you think about me is a vault song. Correct? Oh, I love that song. Yeah. I think that I really, really, I, I really like country music. Um, so, and that's, you know, excuse a little bit more country for mm-hmm. her newer stuff, even though it's like written old. For sure. Um, but it may, it may be, I bet you think about me. I love that song. It's so underrated. So many, so many of my friends that are Swifties also like shit on that song. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I love it so much. I think it's so good. What's yours? Um, I don't know. Cause I want to say hits different, but I don't know if that's technically a vault song or not. But I love hits oh, different, Brennan. and then I love about to get um, eyes open. I love a lot. Is a sneaky one that's like hmm. more of a weird rocker that she never does anything like that. Um, but I, I respect. I love. I bet you think about me. That was. I think that was the bracelet some little girl gave me at the concert that I went to. I was so oh, glad that I got. You one got of those. to go. I did. I went to. I think the first night in Jersey. Nice. I Sarah and I actually went to. She went to. I think like two shows. Sarah and I went to the parking lot of MetLife. Oh, nice. And like hung out out there and yeah, heard, yeah, yeah. like what we can hear. And it was still fun and cool. Yeah. Um, but then I saw the movie and I feel like yeah. I got uh, at least enough. I mean, that, that's um, the, the that's the best good. view you could ever get is the movie yeah. view. So. Oh my gosh, the movie was incredible. <laughs> wow, that's so crazy. Taylor Swift is so nuts to me because <laughs> like when I was younger, I liked Taylor Swift a lot. What was the album uh, that had? Oh, what was my favorite song? Uh, the Story of Us. What Speak was that now, album? I think. Speak, that, I think you're right. Yeah. I loved that album. Yeah. Start to yeah. finish. Right. Bunch of bangers. Not and sure. then I just kind of really stopped sad. listening to her. <laughs> For there was no rhyme or reason people. to it. It just like mm-hmm. years went by, and I was like, Taylor Swift has how many albums out now? I think. And Peter, you're more <laughs> of a country too guy too, too than than me, and I feel like that's her last real like. Straight up countryish yeah. album too. Ah, yeah. well, maybe I you love- should dip your toes back in. She's getting quite popular again. So, <laughs> on the band, maybe yeah, She's- I might do it. <laughs> the, the girls at work are trying to get me to do it. Can't go then, then they're like, it. then you could come to the concerts. I was like, how much are the tickets? And they tell me, I'm like, I'm not going to, <laughs> I've been to like three concerts in my life, and yeah. I think the sum of those top concert tickets don't add up to. Uh, Sadly. What one Taylor Swift yeah, concert? Maybe, maybe you can watch the movie. I just saw that she's putting it out like for streaming or, or yeah. on TV or something. So can wait for that. Brendan, what happened when you watched the movie? Uh, we actually had to. I had to leave early uh, because we were going on a a call with uh, Blitzball guy Aaron to work with him. <laughs> and I was like, I I didn't want to push back, so we had to push back a couple times because it was supposed to be during my honeymoon. And then I was like, ah, I could call from the honeymoon. He's like, don't do that. I was like, okay. And he's like, let's do Sunday. I was like, okay, cool. And I forgot that I had bought tickets for the movie like months in advance. So I'm like, I'll just leave early. So I left as soon as All Too Well was finished. I drove home huh. uh, like a half hour Aww. and jumped on the call, but worth it. Yeah, you I'll, can watch I'll, it again. Sorry, yeah. I have my camera froze, but I can still hear you guys. Oh, you're okay. good. You're good. Yeah, you're All good. All right. But thank you, Sam, for everything. Oh, this is so fun. Thanks for asking me. Yeah, of no, course. Awesome. Uh, I don't know. If there is an answer to this question, but do you have anything to plug? Oh, um, not really. I think actually both of my social medias are private, um, so not really much. I, w- to I went see. and saw that. I was going to put like on the um, YouTube. I was going to put your at, and I was like, I think she wants to be private, <laughs> so I'll just leave yeah. it. I was public for a bit. I, I go public when I have to like invite people. Um, mm. So if, I'm, if I invite people to a warehouse, like from my personal, which I, I don't really do anymore because it's not as effective, I would right. be public so they can like see that I like really work here and understand. Um, and then I was like, ah, oh, this is like maybe a little much and then went private again. Um, but, you know, I guess 
if you're watching this, you watch Warehouse, so it's silly to plug that. But. <laughs> we'll find uh, uh, Sam I, anywhere I, I, she's yeah. on Jumbo Media, uh, on Code yep. Names or Floorball, wherever. Should be in the back of videos. Yeah. yeah. Rewatch Wordle episodes. Uh, Brendan, what should people be drinking? Drink Subtle Tea. Uh, it's the drink I make. It's organic craft fruit iced tea. You can find it at subtlety.com. Use code HOPPYBOYS for $2 off. That is my other podcast where we talk about beer. And this week, so this is coming out tonight, on Thursday, BBD's episode will be out. So go check out BBD coming on the Hobby Boys. Uh, he took a 12-pack of White Claws to the face. And so hear him pour out his heart to all of you. You can enjoy that. Um, Did he uh, drink the subtlety that you sent him? I don't know. I think so. Well, we got to find out. We'll find out. Uh, you can also listen to The Lonely Boys, where we talk about Gossip Girl over there. So check out that if you're into that show. Otherwise, that's Is all there a date for Paxton's episode yet? No, she's coming on for the end of season five, and we're like getting towards the middle of it. So probably like another few months. Brendan, the last time that we were on here, you said that you were gearing up towards the end of season five. You're telling me that was a lie? I, I gear up for a long time. I gear up the whole season long. I, I, I keep, I keep gearing. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> but that's all I got, Peter. You got um, anything? Yeah. Uh, uh, as always, I'll plug my brother, Matthew Del Rey. He's a nice guy. I love him very much. If you see him, give him a hug and a kiss. God knows he needs it. <laughs> uh, play Sea of Stars. Um, other than that, Brendan, ask me a question. Peter, you got anything else you want to talk about? Nope. Bye. Bye-bye.